Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Is so good to us, isn't he? All of the time, he's good. And I'm uh, going to kind of be talking about how good he is today. Um, just through prayer and studying the word and different things, um, the Lord started talking to me about us having a mindset of faith, a mindset of faith. So that's what we're going to be talking about maybe over the next few weeks. I don't know how long. So, um, so we're going to start with Hebrews chapter 11. If you've been here on Wednesday nights, you know, pastor has... Uh, been teaching out of Hebrews 11 quite a bit. Um, I believe there's a reason behind that and why the Lord would start talking to me about this. Um, So hopefully as we go along, we'll get some understanding of that. Hebrews chapter 11, beginning with verses 1 and 2. Very familiar scripture probably to most, but we're going to try to pick it apart today. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. We're going to talk about faith. So that first word, faith, definition of that, the conviction of the truth and belief of anything a belief which causes one to trust so faith it's a conviction so strong that it makes you want to trust okay substance a foundation an assurance a firm trust in what we hope for things it's either a matter or it's deeds Um, hoped for where our expectations are centered when you hope for something you are expecting something so hoped for where our expectations are centered evidence the proof the testing and of things not seen not physically seen not discerned mentally, not observed yet, not discovered yet, not understood. So, maybe it could say this. The conviction of truth and belief that I put trust in is the very foundation where my expectations are centered and is proof in a matter of which I do not physically see or even understand. Sometimes faith doesn't make any sense (laughs) to the natural carnal mind. Faith. 
First Peter 1 and 13. <clears throat> he told me this is what we need to do. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end, for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, when a scripture says the word wherefore, that means because of this, so we're going to go back a few scriptures and see what Peter is talking about when he's talking to the saints there. So starting with verse 5 in 1 Peter 1, he's talking to the saints who are kept by the power of God through faith. That's all of us, okay? We're kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season. Somebody say for a season. For a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Anybody feel that heaviness? Through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Receiving the end of your faith. Now, I know that was a lot. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about it. Um, so Peter was saying to them you're kept you're kept by the power of God but it's through your faith that you're kept he was saying you're in manifold temptations many temptations heaviness your faith is being tried I'm telling you that is exactly what is happening right now not just here not just in your home not just in Bethalto or in Madison County but around the entire world faith our faith is being tried with fire but he says <laughs> though it be tried I'm hoping that it's found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So even though you haven't seen him, he's saying, I'm hoping you're receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Ephesians 2 and 8 says, For by grace are ye saved, and it doesn't stop there, through faith, and not of your, that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. So, going back to verse 13 in 1 Peter. To gird up means to restrain something, to tighten something. So they would 
gird up their swords to them and tighten them so when they're running through battle and they don't have their sword in their hand but it's down in their sheath that they can run and that sword won't just be going everywhere but it they tighten it they restrain it or if they were getting ready to take a journey and they had on a long flowing robe they would gird that garment around them tighten it close to them to be prepared for the journey ahead the loins is typically the lower part of your back where your strength is where burdens are carried our mind he said gird up the loins of our mind our mind it's ours this is our personal journey and I already had that in my notes pastor when you said that Wednesday so sorry <laughs> um, our mind our understanding our feelings our desires it's our spirit it's our way of thinking it's our heart our thoughts good or bad that is our mind so it could sound like Peter is saying this wherefore restrain tighten up prepare yourself for the journey ahead in the loins of your mind your thoughts where you carry your burdens be calm and collected and hope completely for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Romans 10 and 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And I think you already know this to be true. The scripture bears it out whatever is in our hearts whatever is in our minds it's going to come out of our mouths so if you're constantly finding yourself saying well I'm just afraid blah 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 well I'm just afraid whether we realize it or not we might just have picked that up as a saying but that's fear speaking or if we're saying well I believe God is going to do this I believe God is going to do this if we say to our children you know they're worried about something and we just say well I believe God is going to take care of that we're building faith in them our mouths speak what our hearts and our minds believe to be true when scripture refers to the heart it's talking about the mind the seat of our thoughts and passions our desires our appetites our affections the seat of our intelligence I do believe for each of us that the greatest battle and like I said again not just here the greatest battle that is happening right now it's a battle of faith but it's a battle that's happening right here in our minds wondering hoping but wondering praying but worrying we've never been here before we don't understand 
And when you don't understand something, your thoughts are just left like vacillating and wavering around. It's like Franny trying to talk to me about coding. Well, forget it. She's still talking and I'm thinking about what I'm going to fix for dinner because I don't understand a thing that she's saying. <laughs> when you don't understand something, and even I've tried to understand it, but my mind is just like here and there and everywhere because I don't understand. And we don't understand what's going on right now. Now a lot of people think... <laughs> I could give every one of you a mic right now and you could tell me your thoughts on this whole crisis that we are in. And you think you're right. And that's okay. <laughs> My mind has really struggled to grasp a hold of the meaning behind all of this, behind the virus, behind what is God up to? And what is and why is God allowing things to happen in our world right now? It seems really easy to explain when bad things happen to bad people. But it's a whole nother world trying to explain why the same bad things are happening to the righteous. It does not compute in my mind. That's where the struggle begins in our minds. But I'm telling you, if you will hear me and listen to what the Lord spoke to me about, it's also where the struggle can end. Right here in our minds. It's no wonder Proverbs is all about wisdom and knowledge and understanding. The wisest man in the Bible gave us great insight on that. We need to be seeking God for knowledge concerning all things, concerning our decisions that we make, down to the smallest decision. I know what the news media is saying maybe makes sense to you, part of it. And it doesn't make sense to me, but then part of it may make sense to me and not make sense to you. See, we all have our own views and opinions. That's why we have God. And that's why we have a relationship with him. So when I don't know what to do, I just turn to him and I'm like, God, you tell me what to do. Now, some of you may think that I'm crazy and that's okay. I'm, I'm crazy for Jesus, so it's okay. That's, that's just what I say about myself. But before I went to Texas... And I spent a week there. The virus was breaking out quite a bit there. And you may say, well, you didn't use wisdom in that. No, what I did was I prayed. And Sister Wheeler prayed because we were spending time together. And we both just decided, let's pray. Let's ask the Lord, should you come or should you not? And the Lord knows if he said no, I would cancel and I would not go. So we prayed. And God said, it's okay. And I'm telling you, he had a plan <laughs> that I could have never thought up. 
that when I ministered, it was so, God was just so precise in ministering to that young man that was there. You can't make those things up. So if I would have just let fear or other people's opinions, which I do value other people's opinions, but I had to have an answer for me. I had to know what to do. And yes, I was cautious and I did wear a mask every single place that I went. Um, <laughs> but God had a plan. And so I asked him and he said, okay, and I went and I had no idea how his plan was going to be fulfilled, but it was beautiful. Okay, well, I had said it a few weeks ago, so I'll, I'll tell you again what happened. Um, so the Lord had talked to me about they had asked me to minister in their service. So the Lord had asked, uh, told me to preach the same thing I preached here on Father's Day about the champion. And I tried to get out of it because I wanted a fresh word, but the Lord just kept telling me, no, this is what I want you to preach. So I did. Um, and I kept reiterating the part where the Lord had said, if you just hold on to the train of the king, Everything that you need is in that train. Everything you'll ever need. I kept saying that. Well, after the service, this young man visiting from one hour away from their church, um, just tears rolling down his face. He was speaking with Sister Wheeler. And uh, he was telling her how he'd never felt God in this capacity ever in his life and he's a Christian rapper and he's ministered all over the world to thousands of people but he had never felt God in that manner and then he told her on my mother's deathbed the last thing she said to me was if you just get a hold of the train of the king everything you need will be right there so God did have a plan and a purpose <laughs> for that service and for that message. So you can't make it up. He's God. You just can't explain him. He's awesome. But we need godly wisdom, especially in times like this. We need to stay prayerful about everything, about our decisions, where we go, what we do. We also need understanding that comes from his word and from his spirit. I'm not smart enough to just decide everything on my own and, and figure it all out. Besides, the Bible says, don't even lean on your own understandings. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. I need him to direct my path. You know why there's just so many opinions of what's happening right now? Because <laughs> so many people do not understand. So many of us, let's just say that, we don't understand. And when you don't have the knowledge or the understanding, it's easy to just throw opinions out. People are giving opinions of what they have put their faith in, their belief in. When you have faith in someone or something, you gladly share it with anybody and everybody. I mean, you know, I have a strong opinion about ice cream, and I'm happy to share it with anybody. 
because I know that I know that I know. But you may hate chocolate ice cream. <laughs> so I just think you're wrong. <laughs> but you can find it all over the news media, the internet, wherever. People pushing their opinions, and I'm just going to pick this one subject. And please don't throw any stones, because I'm not going to tell you how I feel about it. But you can find any opinion and every opinion about wearing these face masks. There are people actually protesting over this matter because they have formed an opinion based on what they've heard or what they've learned or maybe what they've experienced. And to them, it is the gospel. To a point where they're willing to get out of the recliner and stop eating their potato chips and go out on the street and walk back and forth with signs and take their time to protest either wearing them or not wearing them, whatever it is. And they actually are getting offended at people that do not share their belief. Wow. Wouldn't it be awesome to have that same boldness to share the truth of the word of God? Hebrews 10, 23 and 20 through 25. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as ye see the day approaching. We're supposed to be provoking one another to love, <laughs> not to arguments and not getting upset at you because you don't agree with my opinion about all of this. That's called pride, too. Faith is simply a mindset. With the heart, with the mind, we believe. It's a mindset. I'm not just talking about simply faith, a belief in something, an expectation in something. I have faith in a lot of things. I have faith in Honda products. Even though I don't own one, I want to own one. You're not going to change my mind because I've had one since, wow, what year? Our first one was a 79 hatchback. It was cool, too. And then, you know, we had another one, a four-passenger, four-door Accord. Oh, man, that set me for life. But I buy them because I have faith in them. <laughs> I know that they can run 350,000 miles if you take good care of them. 
And Titus is proof. His car is proof of that right there. So he's a testimony of my faith in Hondas. <laughs> and they can, man, they can peel out too. They might be little cars, but they can leave some rubber. And it's nice. Just don't tell my husband that I know that. I used to have kids want to ride to school with me when we went to the Christian school because they they liked the way I drive. I was just a good driver, I guess. <laughs> but I'm not talking about that kind of faith. And you know, we even talk about having faith in people, which is a good thing. But I am talking about a mindset today that we need to think about we need to examine our hearts, minds about our faith in God. When we look into the scriptures in Hebrews chapter 11 and, and we wonder, could I ever make it into a chapter like that listed with all those people? Well, we need to realize that just as they were, we're, we're there right now. Every single one of them, their faith in God was put to a test and tried. They came out, though, holding on to faith in God. They did not give up through the trials, through the test. No matter what they saw, no matter what they heard, no matter if their hearts were broken in two, tears streaming down their face, no matter if they felt like worshiping God or no matter if their heart was, whatever their heart was telling them, and no matter what the shape of the world is was around them, they had a mindset of faith in God. That's what got their names put in to that chapter. You'll never convince me that they didn't struggle. And <laughs> with their minds and the things that God asked them to do. It wasn't listed of all of what Noah thought and what he felt and all of that when he was preaching and people were just walking away and nobody believed him. It, it doesn't list all the struggles that he had in his mind. But I promise you they were there. We're talking about humans. These were not many gods in chapter 11. These were people like you and I that God simply had faith in them and asked them to do something and they had enough faith in God that he would come through. Okay, you asked me to do this, then I believe you're going to take care of it. I believe you're going to come through. But on some of them, God does list some of their struggles. Brother Ayers has been talking about Abraham and Sarah. She definitely had a struggle and a whole new nation was born because she struggled with the word that God gave her. But she's still listed with all of those people in Hebrews 11 because even after her mistake, somebody say, thank God. <laughs> thank God, even after her mistake, she still held on to what God had said. She held on to her faith in God. 
she counted God as faithful. If God said it, then it will happen. And it doesn't list either Abraham's toil of mind that he went through when he took his own son. Anybody in here have children? Just picture yourself. Don't look at this as just a fairy tale, just a story. Oh, uh, this is a nice Sunday school story. No. It's like God asking me to take Timothy and bind him up and put him on a, an altar and raise a knife over him and kill him. Or Titus or Micah. I mean, come on. It was real. When we read these stories, we don't need to have a mindset of, oh, that's just a story. I did my Bible reading for today. No, we need to stop. Think about it. These were people that you can't tell me Abraham did not struggle in his mind. <laughs> he was a loving father. This was his promise. Okay, Abraham, I'm going to give you a promise, and then I'm going to take it away from you. No, that's not what God did. It was a trial of his faith being much more precious than gold, tried in the fire. We have to remember these people were just flesh and blood, just like you and I. They were very human, with human thoughts, human fears, worrying and doubt. But there was one thing they all had in common. They made a conscious choice to put their own thoughts aside to put aside what everybody else was saying, to put aside the opinions of family and friends and the news media that they didn't have back then. <laughs> but I'm sure they heard a lot of opinions. They made a conscious choice to put everything aside and have a mindset of faith in a God who had never failed them. When I asked the Lord, if you had the mic, what would you have to say, Lord? And this is what he said to me, and it was so clear. He said, people are wondering if I am still sovereign. They've never seen me in this way before where it actually rains on the just and the unjust in this manner. Well, the word sovereign is not even in the Bible. But I looked it up because that's what he said. The supreme ruler supreme power and authority above all others. Do we still have faith in 
God that he is sovereign, that he's still on the throne? Do we still believe that he knows what he's doing? Do we still believe that he is God almighty, all-powerful? In a moment's time, he could snap his fingers or say a word and everything would change. Do we still believe that? In the midst of all this chaos that's going on, in the midst of it raining on the just, when we just don't understand. Sister Freeman used to say it all the time, God is still on the throne. Habakkuk 2 and 20. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Revelation 21, 6 and 7. And he said unto them, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Brother Ken Gurley, in one of his devotions this last week, he said, he didn't die so you or I could be king. There's only one throne in heaven, and God Almighty is on it. Let me tell you something today. He has not lost control. He has not lost control. Probably the hardest part of this crisis that we are in is that we feel no control. Anybody agree with me on that? We feel helpless. We feel out of control. People are full of anxiety and frustration because they can't control anything. And they can't control people. So those with the spirit of Jezebel are struggling right now because they want to control people. They want to tell everybody what to do and if you don't do it, you're just wrong because that's their understanding, that's their opinion. They feel out of control. We can find out a whole lot about ourselves in crisis, can't we? <laughs> Are we full of frustration? Does everyone around us know that we're full of frustration? Are we full of fear and anxiousness? The beautiful truth is this. When we have true faith in the one true living God, we don't have to have control of anything. Because we know, we have the knowledge that he's still sovereign. That he's still on the throne. That he is still Lord of lords. And nothing surprises him. He's got this. He has not lost control. 
We've got to ask ourselves, where is my mind? Where is my mindset? Is it on believing everything that the media is saying because I can't keep my eyes off of it? If you're going to keep listening to the media, then that's where your mindset's going to be. If you're going to listen to everybody else's opinion and scroll through Facebook until you've read everybody's opinion, well, they said this, and they were here, and they... What about, what is God saying? What is God saying? <laughs> He's the one in control. He's the one that truly knows what's going on. I think we need to remind ourselves today of who is in control. I think we need to remind ourselves today that if I say I have faith, it's not just a faith in this or that, but if I say I have faith in God, that means I need to just quit worrying, <laughs> quit being anxious, quit being frustrated. If I truly believe that he's in control, I just need to let go. <laughs> And I need to remind myself and no better way than to go to his word that is all truth all of the time. I'm going to ask you today if you would stand and turn with me to Psalm 27. And I want us in closing today to read this scripture together. It'll be on the board if you don't have it or if you don't want to look it up whatever psalm 27 we're going to read yes the whole chapter it's only 14 verses but we need to be reminded today of who we're serving who we really have our faith in <laughs> it's a god that can do the impossible and we need to be led by his spirit psalm 27 let's read it together the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock, and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy upon me and answer me. When thou said, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. 
Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the plain path because of my enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Can we just thank him today? Hallelujah, you are my light and my salvation. I will not be afraid, God. I will not fear, God. Oh, Jesus, right now, we make an establishment in this house. We make a declaration right now in this house. Our faith is in you, God. It's not in anything else, God. It is in you. You are sovereign. You are still on the throne. You have all control, God. You have not lost control. You know what you're doing. And our faith and our trust is in you, God. Even when we don't understand, our faith is still in you. Because you alone are God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Our faith is in you, God. Oh, why don't you say that to the Lord today? My faith is in you, God. My faith is in you. I trust you. I trust you, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. One last thing. Can you put your hand on your head and just say, God, give me a mindset of faith in you. Give me a mindset of faith in you, oh God. Give me a mindset of faith in you, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can you just also just let go of some things right now? I let go of my anxieties, God. I let go of my frustrations. I give them all to you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I give you praise, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Somebody said, God never, well, the word says, God never sleeps or never slumbers. Well, if he's up all night, there's no reason for you to be. Let him have it. Lord bless you.